I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is August 10th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Lead off segment for this episode, man. <laughs> Females have tremendous egos. And they do. They ruin a lot of stuff too, man. Like, I can remember watching the Ravens win their first Super Bowl back in, uh, was it 2000 or 2001? I can't remember. Like, I want to say it was uh, a defensive tackle, the white guy, Italian guy. He's celebrating. He's just won the Super Bowl, probably having the best day of his life. And his wife just comes up, I'm pregnant. Now, I'm, I'm saying, you know, most guys are going, you know, whatever. But I thought that was kind of selfish. I'm just saying. You know, that's just my opinion. And um, <laughs> that's ego. Like, you, you have to have an ego to walk up to a guy having the best day of his life and just say that. And, uh, you know, You just, you know, you encounter different people like at the job and, you know, they just, they just feel like they can do stuff to you just because of who they are and what they have. You get what I'm saying? And I don't have nothing against them. I love them. But as I get older, I just notice my my vision becomes clearer whereas when i was younger it was distorted but <clears throat> you know women are some of the most uh let's say uh psychologically advanced creatures god ever made man far ahead of men we we have i mean thousands and thousands of years to make up in terms of um ever being able to play mind games with them cuz at the end of the day they always have the upper hand 
That's I mean And I'm all for like You know Women advancing In all aspects of life And being on equal footing With men I'm all for that But they, I don't think they realize that they really have the advantage <laughs> They really do They just don't know what buttons to press They pressing all the wrong buttons So Let me know what you think about that segment Okay next segment Why football Is the greatest Why is football the greatest Um, it's the ultimate team sport, you know, cause to, to get, you know, to a championship on any level, whether it be pop Warner, junior high, high school, college, you, you have to, you, you and, you know, sometimes 40 or 50 other guys, y'all have to get on the same page. Um, and um, you have to put your differences aside Work as a cohesive unit And try to win a championship I mean that's to me what makes it great um, You know if you're ever fortunate to play football And win a championship And I was I mean the relationships that you you make on that team, they last forever. You know, especially if you're fortunate enough to do it with some guys that you actually kind of grew up with. Um, uh, I mean, for the NFL guys, they can also say the money because they, you know, you know, they're getting, like like Warren Sapp once said, you, you know, you're getting paid a king's ransom to play a, a kid's game. So, I mean, you know, I wish I knew that feeling, but it's competing. It's, it's being around other athletes. It's, it's, it's testing yourself against the best. Is facing adversity in practice on the field, away from the field. It's the escape from reality. Um, it's, it's so many benefits to this game. Um, and, you know, this is. That's pretty much the reason why it's the best. Um, Played it for a long time up until my last year of high school. Um, and enjoyed every second of it. So, um, as a fan now, uh, you know, I just hope that the players can appreciate the fans because they're like a big part of this game and um hopefully this uh pandemic will get 
eradicated and we can get back to at least being able to be around uh each other enough to to watch sports so let me know what you think about that segment uh florida state stuff finally um can don and i i think i've asked this question before but i'm gonna do it again can dante lucas become an all-american i think he will be an all-american but he has to improve as a pass blocker i mean he he's one of the best run blockers in the nation as a true sophomore i mean he's you know he's a dinosaur he's a he's a t-rex he's a rhino he's a he's a great white shark i mean when it comes to smash mouth football there's not too many guys in college football that's going to be able to stand in front of him and and move him but as a pass blocker you can go i mean you can go right around him i mean i've seen it you know i would give him probably a solid d as in dog um and pass blocking i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you will hear us in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So I'm, I'm just hoping that the new offensive line coach can work on those skills and get him to improve in that area. If he can improve as a pass blocker, I mean... You're, you're. I mean, you're. He's a first round talent now. If he can, if he can get his pass blocking up to par, you're, you're looking at probably a top twenty, twenty five, uh, player in the first round. Easy. I mean, just on his run blocking skills, you, you looking at a first round pick. But he he's got to get better in the pass pass blocking game. Um, we really lucked up when we got him, cause I I didn't think we was gonna get him. Cause when the when the when the um, white dude from Tampa went to Clemson, I was like, we not getting Dante Lucas. And I forget the other dude's name. I didn't mean to call him white dude, but. I can't think of his name right now because once he didn't commit to Florida State, I pretty much erased him from my mind. Um, so, um, let me know what you think about that uh, segment, Dante Lucas, man. Um, this next segment. <clears throat> You know, I, I don't know why I did a segment on this team. I know we struggled with them, uh, what, two years ago? And they almost beat us, but it is what it is. Sanford in the second game uh, behind Georgia Tech. Uh, it's going to sound crazy, but we have I, – I don't care about any other game, but this we have to dominate Sanford. We cannot come out here and struggle against them. I you know, 
I, I almost cried in that game, man, two years ago. I was at work. Um and some somehow, some way, it was on uh I don't even know that channel, WMYT or something. Um channel fifty five in, in in this area and it was on and it was just it was crazy man they we they dominated us and we 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 beat them barely because of talent that's it just because we had one more talented player than them So it's just it's just uh since that since that loss to Oregon in the in the college football playoff, since that embarrassment to Oregon in the college football playoff, we've been on a downturn ever since then. And it's can we can we get back up to where we used to be, man? That's really the question. Can we get back to where we used to be? I have no idea. You know, I think coaching plays a big role in this, but it's also just player attitude. You know, I I don't see I don't see that same effort from the defense from years ago. I don't see that same effort from the offense from years ago that, you know, it's we are Florida State. We're not going to go out here and embarrass ourselves. If we lose, we're going to go down, you know, guns a blazing. It's going to be it's going to be a dog fight for them to beat us. I just don't see that anymore. And I don't I don't know how we shifted from that that mindset because even the only thing that I compare can compare this uh downward turn to is you know, after two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two, oh three, oh from oh three to oh nine you know, was kind of similar to this, but hell, we were still winning nine, ten games. We were so used to going to national championships, and we were only winning nine, ten games during that span. We was like, "What the hell is wrong with the program?" This, I mean, this is way worse than that. People was ready to fire Bobby Bowden. He was still winning nine, ten games a year. He was still going ten and two. Winning ACC championships. Going to the Orange Bowl. And he ran Bobby out of town. Or at least off the team. But it is what it is. Hopefully Norvell can get us going in the right direction. Hopefully. Alright, last <clears throat> excuse me, last segment for this episode. Notre Dame. In the season finale. Alright. Um, 
going to South Bend, the last time we went, we got embarrassed. I thought this should have been a home game for us. Um, I, I, I just don't know what Florida State team I'm going to get. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, just watching Norvell's Memphis team in a couple of games last year after um, he was a uh, candidate, I, I want to say the the uh, AAC championship game I watched against uh, Cincinnati. Uh, you know, his teams play with effort. His teams play with effort. And we're going to need that effort. Um, to, to go up to South Bend and compete and, and be a factor. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. I, I told, I said that his, his, his number one goal for year one is to get every player on his team to play with effort for 60 minutes. That's the goal. If he can do that, then I, I think you're playing with house money because changing the mindset has to be the number one priority for this first year head coach. So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on uh, all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Please social distance. Please wear a mask. Please be aware of your surroundings. Um, Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go nose.